listening to the podcast To Be Single or Not To Be by Shanna Montana. A podcast where we talk about the single life, dating, and relationships so you can make a decision at the end of each episode and decide to be single or not to be. That is the final question. So today's topic is secrecy versus privacy. Is there a difference? And I really wanted to just talk about this because I really think in like this day and age, 2021 with social media, you know, as I was listening to some comedian every day, he was like, everybody got a party in their pocket. Like, you know, everybody can so easily assess everybody at any time to the point where it's like, okay, you can say we're going to have this level of like secrecy or privacy within our relationships since we're talking about relationships, but then you're doing some other stuff in your pocket Mm -hmm. and you telling me I ain't posting you because I'm a private person. Nah, you posting me because hashtag I'm a secret. So (laughs) (laughs) that's what it comes down to. So I think it's important for us to have these conversations. So I think the listeners can kind of start to determine if they evaluate if they're in a relationship or if they're about to start a relationship or they're dating somebody, if they can have the right conversation to determine like, am I already a damn secret with this nigga? Or, you know, or do I need to move a little bit differently after listening? It's like, I might've been a secret and didn't know, or am I in a situation where we really are just two private people? Cause I think essentially you got to be on the same page to say you're private. Like you can't be private and your partner, not a private person. Like it's really not going to work that way. Mm-hmm. So That said, for today's show, I wanted to bring in some special guests that you guys have talked to before. So, yeah, talked to all three of these people before. So, um, up first, we have Miss Nakisha. Say hello to the listeners. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Up next, we have Miss Controversial Casanora. Hey, y'all. Always. Y'all know the last time I think she was on here, she said something about Tom Brady not being the greatest of all time. I, like, almost never invited her back, but... She loves me. You know, yes, yes, that. <laughs> and she always brings the spice. So, you know, I appreciate it. And last but not least, we have our in-house wife, Tori, on the line. How are you doing today? Hey, y'all. I am good. Well, blessed beyond measure. Welcome, welcome. All right. So since we've got all of our church announcements um, <laughs> out of the way, we just... <laughs> Go ahead and get started. So like I said before, y'all, like it's 2021, like it's almost mandatory, mandatory that we like understand and decipher the difference between somebody being private and somebody being secretive, you know, because everything is going on. We got social media. We have some stupid people normalizing cheating out here. I'll never be a part of that club. And um, unfortunately, I guess fortunately and unfortunately, you just have access to everybody whenever you want them to. So want them. So can somebody tell us like, what is the bottom line? You would say the difference between privacy and secrecy. In your relationship? Uh, yeah. I would yeah, say yeah, I in the relationship world. For some people like to use the words interchangeably and <laughs> that's not the case. Not so for privacy, it's like, it exists, but it's not something that is easily accessible to everyone. Okay. You know? um, again, people use that for I'm private about relationships or about my family, yeah. yada, 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 or where I work. Or my kids. Yes. Yeah. So, yes, they exist. I acknowledge they exist. However, you don't have that ready access to them. Secrecy, however, is like you're hiding something. So right. it's like truth versus lie. Yeah. So, and like, lying by omission. Exactly. Leaving it out don't mean Absolutely. Shit ain't so it's like you don't want 
someone to know this because mm. X, Y, and Z. So yeah, yeah that, that for when I think about those two, it's like, yeah, I could be private, have a relationship, but you all don't need to have access to my relationship yes. versus I'm in a relationship and maybe I'm a secret from everybody <laughs> knowing that I'm in the relationship <laughs> right, with right. this person. So, you know. Because I really got three girlfriends mm-hmm. or exactly. three boyfriends, so I, I got to right. keep two of y'all secret. Right. You know? So, yeah, it's that whole hidden factor for me when it comes yeah. to secrecy. I think so, too. What do you say, Casanova Tour? I always give the example of Kerry Washington and I'm the awesome one, right? Okay. We know they married. Yeah. We mm-hmm. know that they have two children. That is mm-hmm. a good example. It is. We don't know none of their business, though. <laughs> exactly. Right? But we know they married. We know they married. Straight up. So he's not, they're not a secret. Yeah. Yeah. You walk up on Carrie, it's not a, you like, does she have a man? Does she not have a You know she got a man. But y'all don't know what they talked about last mm-hmm. Tuesday. Not at all. Mm-hmm. So that to me is is a private couple. Yes. And, yeah. And Carrie yeah. will straight up tell you. When I say I don't talk about my personal life, that means I don't talk about my personal, <laughs> personal life. life. <laughs> Let's be clear. I love that example. And I remember um, with Chadwick Bozeman when he passed away, you know, I didn't really keep up with him like that to know he was in a relationship. But once it came out, um, somebody made a post that said something very similar to that. It wasn't that he was trying to keep her a secret from the world, but they had this private relationship that if you knew him, you knew about you her. You knew her about her. You yeah. knew about her. Mm-hmm. And that made sense. So it was like, yeah, even so I would say the... Um, the public world, even with him being a public figure, he you didn't really see them much, you know, to know necessarily. However, when they showed pictures and went back, like it was like she was always there, but you might not have known who she was mm-hmm. unless you knew him. So kind of yeah, like with Carrie exactly. and her husband, because her husband, did he play football now? He's an actor yep, or something. He, he made a great transition because I, yeah, <laughs> I know I, if I see him, I know that's her husband, but I don't really. And the thing about <laughs> Nandi is he does That's his have, name? Yeah. Okay. Nandi Asamoah. He doesn't have social media, mm. right? And so, like, even when they were promoting um, Sylvie's Love, yeah. like, all of that was on Tessa Thompson's Instagram or like, ah. somebody else's Instagram. He doesn't really have one. Like, okay. I think he's just a very private person in Period. general. Period, yeah, yes. And then that worked for Carrie. She's like, bet, because I was in a public relationship, but that was a hot ass. <laughs> and it did not work out. And her, and her public life is a public enough for the both of them. Yes. Like, we get enough Carrie, you know, so. Yes. So, I get it. What would you say, Tori? I love that example. Um, they summed it up very well. I just—it is a thin line, I think, sometimes between private and secret. Um, but privacy to me just create boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Secrecy, you just lying. <laughs> like, you just <laughs> point blank period. Let's make it plain. Let's make it plain. Quit playing. And that's on who? Hey, like, nothing about your relationship should be a secret. Yeah. Yes. Having boundaries where you're like, okay, this is between it. Like your mom used to say when you're growing up, what happens in my house happens in my house. I'm going yeah. to my house about, you know, my business. Like, okay, that's privacy. And yeah, you have to be in the limelight. But people need, if people know you, they need to know me and vice versa. Vice yes, versa. It's absolutely. kind of like when people say, like, a friend of yours is a friend of mine. You know, I see y'all know I'm obsessed. If you listen to podcasts, you know, I'm obsessed with divorce court. And um, mm-hmm. you constantly see people on there that are like, yeah, this has been my best friend since high school, but y'all been married like five years and she never met that best friend. Yeah, make yeah. it make sense. Like, right. best friend went at the wedding. One nigga was on there talking about, she had to go to work that day. She couldn't. <laughs> like, <so she> <laughs> I was like, she couldn't take off for the wedding. This right. Your, this your best your friend. Your best friend. <laughs> Should have known about the wedding first. Niggas be lying. <laughs> so how do we normalize honesty? Because niggas be lying out here. <laughs> so, now, I recently read this, that if you're feeling shame, this goes back to what all three of you have said. If you're feeling shame or fear about something you're not sharing with your spouse, chances are 
that the thing you're keeping to yourself goes beyond your private life and falls into the secret category. Would you all agree with this and why? Yes. <laughs> you said yes. hard yes. 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 Explain. Like because, why? Because I had a um a homeboy asked me, he was like, Cass, what's, what, what would you call cheating? I was like, anything you don't want your partner to find out about mm. to me is either cheating or it's opening the gateway for it to happen. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I don't need to know every move you make every minute of every day because I'm yeah. busy. You yeah. know? I got my own stuff. That yeah, I, I got things going on. I have an appointment. But if I get to the point where I'm wondering what mm. you're doing every minute of every day because you're the way you move makes me question if you're really where where you say you are really and doing what you really yeah. say you're doing. I hate that. So like, yeah, if it's got to be a secret, there's a reason why you're not telling me. Like if we in a relationship, it's supposed to be open. It's yep. supposed to be honest. I believe in setting an example and setting an expectation. Okay. I'm going to tell you what I think is important for you to know because I don't want you to find out on the back end. Mm. Mm-hmm. You went to... Uh, you went to Roof Chris with, with with Bobby. Come to find out, Bobby is actually a client of mine that I'm yeah. trying to, you know, get him to purchase this land purchase or something. something or something. Yeah. But I made it I made look, it look bad. Yeah. Because instead of saying, hey babe, I got this dinner business meeting with this yeah. this man, you found out from one of your homeboys that was, you know, taking his new girl out trying to show her a good time <laughs> that I was out in the dark in the corner with some man. Right. He was at Old Glory having drinks <laughs> and one of your friends look, saw you. Look at the old folks say sneaking and freaking like you. <laughs> and now you don't trust me. Right. It makes sense because when I think back to when I was in my fuckboy years, um, <laughs> you know, it was this one time I went to New Orleans and it was so crazy at the time I actually, at that point, I wasn't cheating or doing that crazy, but I didn't tell him I was going to New Orleans because I was childish. I did it because that nigga used to go places and not tell me. So I'm like, I'm going out of town. This nigga can guess where I am. And he found out on Snapchat. So <laughs> You wanted him to find out. I did. <laughs> that was intentional as fuck. I definitely wanted that nigga to find out. But basically, you know, what you're saying, like, stuff looks crazy because he was the same way. Like, he would do things and go places. And it was because, ultimately, he was not being faithful. But would never, like, you know... It's kind of like if you're having a general conversation with somebody and they're like, you know, you're like, girl, what you about to do? I'm about to go to Walmart. What you got to give them Walmart? You know... That's general, like just things just blur out your mouth. Mm-hmm. You would say that to him. Well, why you want to know what I'm giving Walmart? Because nigga, you probably ain't going to Walmart. That's why I'm asking you. So, right. So I think you have to look at that, like you said. You know what you said? Expectations and what was the other e? Um, example. 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 Mm-hmm. So, um, in those situations, you know, it's like if we have a two way street where we communicate and things are easy, it shouldn't be a problem for you to tell me what's going on or what you got. You staying out late for work, whatever. Because if not, you start to look suspicious. And even if it's not something that you're guilty of, now it's causing tension in our relationship because it looks a certain way. Right. So what would you say? about that Nikisha do you think that you know if we're not sharing that there's some fear and shame attached to it yeah and I do agree with uh Casanora when you say that you do not need to know every step a person is making every little you step know? I take <laughs> right no, I, I, I won't I won't be there you will be there yes, you will. every little step no, I no, 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 because I got attachment issues. Bobby, shout out to Bobby Brown. Yeah, but still, like, because I always say that about any relationship that I'm in, it's like, I don't need you up under me. Yeah. Right? So we don't have to be hip to hip at all times. I don't have to know you're going, you know, well, I went to go see my mama today. That's cool. That's for my good. You know, do what you do. But it's when you have those, like you said, those mystery moments where it's just something that you feel like... 
Oh, I'm gonna jump in here and Tori, I'm gonna ask you from a married perspective because <laughs> I used to deal with somebody that we both so we live in Nashville and his sister lived in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when he wouldn't come on at home at night, he wouldn't call me, wouldn't tell me. But then the next day, you know, he would be there at his sister house. He his excuse was, Well, I was with my sister. Do y'all think that matters? Like, should it still be communication in that instance? I think if the expectation is that you're gonna be here. Yeah. And you're not here. Yeah. Then you should tell me why you're not here. Yeah. You know, if if you're expecting someone to be home, you yeah. know, and I'm waiting for you, yeah. And you didn't communicate that, hey, I'm I'm at my sister's house or we doing yeah. whatever. Then I think that's a problem. Okay. I make sure I went crazy. I don't think, the examples and yeah, expectations. Yeah. Exactly. Like if you're expecting someone to, if you especially if you're cohabitating, if you're expecting someone to be home and they're yeah. not, for me, I start thinking like I go through them phases. The like, worst. What didn't happen? You got in a car accident? Yeah. Something happened. We don't always then, jump to that you cheating. First, yes. it starts out with other stuff. But I will navigate that way. Like, where the <laughs> fuck you been? Like, <laughs> we start out concerned. Then yes. it goes to you got me fucked up. You know what it makes me think of is when Vanessa wanted to have big fun, right? <laughs> and Claire was like, we were worried about you. We were concerned now that we know you're okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to have exactly. big fun. Big fun. Mm-hmm. I want to know what the married woman got. I mm-hmm. want to hear this. So, Tori, what do you think about that? I, um, I'm thinking large, too, because I'm like, you know, you said there are things you feel shame because first thing I thought was credit. Like, <laughs> I'll be honest. I wasn't even thinking like um, cheating, like, of course, or, you know, oh, I flirted with my coworker today. Should I tell my, should I tell my wife I went out to eat with my what do they call it? Work wife or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, yeah, tell me, because I'm showing up too. I'm coming to Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> we going to eat. <laughs> we going to eat for lunch, okay? But it goes so beyond that because it's like, okay, I'm the type of girl, I was the type of girlfriend, like, how much you make? Like, once we get to a certain point, what do your credit score look like? Like, you need to be able to tell me what the whole yeah. picture is like, because I'm mm-hmm. not doing I, you may be driving a Camaro, but if you got the credit score of a 480, but the Camaro doesn't matter. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because you're paying $1,000 a month. Yeah, yeah. They're going to come get the Camaro. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's shame and fear attached to those things. Yeah. When people are living like that, that's definitely living beyond your means or just outside of the scope of how you should be living. Right. And I think you are, you're embarrassed. Like, yeah, I don't think it's a lot of people that, you know, if you are, say, 30 plus that want to say, like, yeah, my credit score, like 400. Yeah, I just got secondhand embarrassment saying that. (laughs) 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 But yeah, but then you have defensive because of embarrassment. Why you want to know? Why you causes arguments? You know, I got so many horror stories Mm. because I dealt with somebody that I was talking to them, but. Okay. Y'all can't see this. I'm gonna paint the picture for you. I got my hand right because I wanted to uh, ask a question. Please do. So I am, I'm a heterosexual woman. Mm-hmm. So I date men. So yeah. this is not a general statement about all men. This has just been my experience with men. You got to give disclaimers because you do. Uh, niggas' favorite place to reside is their feelings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mm. <laughs> I have found that the male ego, baby, it's like wet toilet tissue. Oh, it's so fragile. Fragile. Okay. <laughs> mucho, mucho fragile. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That ain't real Spanish. That's a uh, nigga knees. Okay. <laughs> you have to like kind of finesse how you talk to these dudes. And I don't mm-hmm. support co- coaxing the male ego or any of that shit. But like, 
I understand some of the defensiveness depending on the topic. Okay. So now, if I ask you where you've been, okay, and you ain't telling me where you've been, okay, you gonna catch all the smoke. Used to be, you might catch a hand, but I'm the Lord has redeemed. Yes, has worked on you. <laughs> Look, yes, come on, girl. delivered. Look, Hallelujah! <laughs> all right, I tell folks all the time, Jesus, me, love, and the Lord saved my life and yours. Hey, let's be clear. Talk to me. Tell you, you should testify how good the Lord has been to you by bringing salvation into my life. Yes, let's be clear. But so, like, that's one thing. Yeah. Like, if you you laid up with somebody, yeah, that's another thing. But if it's like money or finance, I have learned how to speak flowery to these dudes. Like, so like, teachers, teachers your ways. Because I was on, like, flowery. Why, why you want to? Why you want to know my credit score? Why you want to know how much money I make? I see a future with you. Mm. Like, mm. Mm. I want to know what we have going on so we know what moves we can make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to know how much money I make? You want to see my credit score? Yeah. Because we got to figure out what we can do. Right. Yeah. If we trying to do this, I mean, if you're not trying to do that, that's yeah. cool. That's yeah. Cool. Especially that's if they're serious about you. You know, if the nigga yeah. like, well, I don't know about that, then you know, like, this ain't it. Right. Mm-hmm. Then, then, since you got to get your duffel bag and get the fuck on. Yeah, like, come on, duffel bag. <laughs> Come on. Move around. <laughs> but I found that it's like, it relaxes some of that whole, like, you need to prove to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That I, you know, that you got a, a, a 850, that yeah. you got, you know, six months worth of savings in the bank. I was like, nah, but I just want to know what you're working with. Yeah. Yeah. And so we know what, what we're going from here. So we know what we can do. And yeah. Yeah. I'll put my cards on the table. You put your cards on the table. Right. And I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I think that and it makes like a safe that, space. Yeah. Because that's when you, again, when you think of secrecy and privacy, like you can be private about your finances. Because mm-hmm. those are probably people that normally want to be private again because they may not be where they feel they should be. Right. Or things of that nature. That's fair. But secret is I just, we just going to move in this life together. And it's just things I just don't know about you. And it's, supposed yeah. to be cool yeah that's not like we about to move because, in we doing certain shit yes. just like you're not gonna tell me and the thing about it is i'm offering up i'm offering 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 yeah and you are not because you want to rest your head on this is private yeah yeah <laughs> and sorry that's not private that's secret you know that's, and it doesn't that, make it a safe space for you what so you don't trust me come on <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I, Been there, done that, honey. <laughs> I apologize to everyone i just I triggered by asking that Toxic ass question. Anyone that was triggered by that, we apologize. We apologize. <laughs> but I think, you know, we like what Casanova was saying, we do those things to make it flowery, to make it a safe space for them. And, you know, whether the role can be reversed. But if you aren't willing to cooperate, number one, it says you probably aren't my person. But number mm-hmm. two, then it's pr- you're not making it a safe space for me to want to move forward with you. Because, right. you know, if you're, go ahead. I, no, I'm just agreeing. Oh, okay, I'm just sh- I'm <laughs> that's why we head. gotta have a visual coming season four. But yes. you know, it's like if you are in a in a position where you say, okay, we want to start to cohabitate, we're gonna start doing things together. I don't give a fuck if we just go on grocery shopping together. I don't know what's ha- what that budget look like, exactly. you know, even if we start in there. So I think it has to be a safe space on both ends, and in order for both people to be on one accord, you have to be okay with understanding this difference between secrecy and privacy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's levels even with that, like talking about credit score finances. We talked about that on another episode about how it was the group on Facebook talking about, you know, some people were like, they had been married, say 20 years, had never seen their partner's credit score. One person was like, they said it worked for them. One person said they had only seen it one time when they got ready to buy a house. That's, That's how you show up with the sheriff at your doorstep. Okay. Telling yeah. you and your babies that y'all got five y'all minutes go. whatever. So it exactly. was literally, it's like, a, uh, I think it was a financial independence group. I mean, I can't mm-hmm. remember, but whatever it was, it was a lot of responses of people literally saying like, I've never seen my partners, this and that. And that was like, just 
crazy to me. So I asked Tori, what did you have? You, well, I'm sure I ain't assume. Have you and your husband saw each other's credit score, credit report, stuff like that? Oh, yes, that was a conversation. And I said he started it. It was something I wanted to talk about, but uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't know Mainly um, when we were about to get married, you know, topic of finances come up. What's going to be the household budget? Who's going to pay majority of the bills? Yeah. Until we both get settled in our careers. Like, what do we need to do? And so his concern was my student loans. Which yeah. Which right, so. Yeah. Should have been a concern because, baby, I got them. I'll yeah. <laughs> Tell them about it. Talk to me. <laughs> That's another reason I want to show them. Like, hey, boo, just so you know. <laughs> this is what I'm... I got I, up front. Dr. Cass does have three degrees, yeah. but I also got three degrees worth of stuff. Yeah. I'm going to print the paperwork <laughs> out for you. No questions. No mistakes allowed, Gina. I have the end result, but, you know, this is what it took to get here. So, yeah, we had that discussion before we got married. Um, and during, it got to a point where we both got settled in different careers. So now mm-hmm. we talk salary okay what we want to do with our um income do we want to go ahead and do a joint account joint savings ira stuff like that and then recently we had to get a new car because somebody was being ignorant on the highway and hit my husband that's mm. i'm still mad about that because we was done with the car but anyways oh, oh, oh goodness no worries. girl now we're looking at buying homes so it's been several times like naturally we ended up looking at each other's um credit credit scores but we definitely was intentional about that especially in the beginning like okay so what you working with how can i help you how can you help me like what what we need to do here yeah was it was it a tough conversation or did y'all kind of like even though he said you said he initiated it but was it pretty easy once y'all got going with the conversation um it was tough for me because my parents didn't teach me financial literacy okay so i was coming from i was coming from a place like it was embarrassing, and I didn't even have a bad credit score, but it was just embarrassing for me to talk about money because I'm like, "Who, Lord, I owe like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how this is gonna work. I'm getting, I'm in my career making so a good money righteously, but I don't know how to necessarily balance it. Whereas he came from a household where his parents discussed that with him, yeah. So that was like a normal conversation for him. Where as I was like, I mean, it's my credit score. I don't know what to tell you, but. You know, <laughs> Like it is what it is, man. <laughs> I like you know, if you just want to leave me right now, you know. <laughs> Not if you want to leave me right now. If you want to leave me, just go. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how I feel when I pull out my student loans on a nigga. They gonna like Shane. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna head out. You know what? And for some people, that's a that's a thing for them. Um, I had to get these degrees to do what I want to do. Yeah. I did not have the financial backing from my family to be able to do that. So I'm not ashamed of my student loans, right? And also at this point in the game, I feel like so many people got student loans. It's kind of like mm-hmm. normal. It's a part of life. It's Come like on. paying your NES bill. You got student loans, I do too. Okay. <laughs> right. Like, oh, <laughs> you know. But I want to say this shout out to another, I would say a black blogger, um, Hey Deidre. So her website, um, www.heydi. No, I'm saying that wrong. H-E-Y-D-E-I-D-R-E dot com. Y'all go to her website and I'm shouting her out because we, right now we're talking about money. And she posted something on her blog the other day and she put it on her Instagram about, it was like two life-changing books that she read because I think her husband are, you know, career people. And she said these were the first two books she ever read in her life that made her feel like getting true financial freedom was attainable mm-hmm. and not on some, 
get rich quick scheme or like yeah. hitting the lottery or something. So I haven't read the books, but she always gives, I think, great advice. She comes a lot of times she talks stuff about her kids and things like that. I feel like she has really valuable information if I had kids. Um, but outside of that, I just trust what she says. So I would mm-hmm. say shout out to her and go check out her website for some more financial literacy. Because while we're talking about student loans, I know we would all love to get rid of them at any point in time. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe? <laughs> yeah, are you listening? If you're listening to this, I would. I want nothing more than be able to quote Kamala and say, "We did it, Joe. <laughs> we got rid of my shit." Telling me, like, they're not gonna be able to pull me off the offer, off the altar. Is leave me, leave okay. me here. Leave me, <laughs> leave me here. on the altar. <laughs> I live here now. Okay. So, random question. What were you saying, Tori? I'm sorry. I'm going to be on the altar for at least two weeks. Okay. <laughs> Minimum. 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 So I want to ask y'all this. This is just random in regards to money. If you won the lottery, let's say $100 million, you know, I don't know what the taxes are, but you still take home a whole lot. Yeah. Would you pay off your student loans or would you just keep paying the monthly payment? I had somebody tell me, I had fucked up loans. They was like, I could win they could win 500 million today and they still not paying them motherfuckers off. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I shouldn't have had them in the first place. Yeah. First of all, it's predatory lending. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Let's be clear. Now let's talk about how y'all be out here targeting black and brown people with your predatory lending. Because I definitely have a private loan. Don't know how I got it because if I wanted to get one right now today, I probably couldn't get a private loan and my credit is excellent. <laughs> so how did I get one at the tender age of 19? Exactly. So... <laughs> Girl, and they'll, I don't, I don't think I would. <laughs> no. I'm gonna find a way to. But they yeah. made a point. I was like, this is I think I would. What you say, Tori? I think I would. Here's why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? That's all right. That's your choice. <laughs> <laughs> why would you? Conversation makes my nerves bad. I don't know what it is about it. Talking about student loans. I just, it's a I trigger for me. We're about to wrap this part up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we don't want to trigger you either. We don't want to upset you right now. It's no. <laughs> Why would you tell right them? Now? I want to know. I just feel like I just want to, I just want to say, you know, I paid off my student loans. Don't worry about how I got the money. <laughs> <laughs> No freaking real logic. And <laughs> let me tell you why I wouldn't pay them. Let's hear it. So this is the thing about student loan debt, especially if you don't have a, a co-signer um, yeah. on them. When you die, they die with you. Do they really? Who finna pay them Who back? gonna pay them? This is true. It's like my house mm-hmm. that I'm paying the mortgage on right now. If my family wanted to keep that home, they would have to somebody take over the mortgage. Either my insurance would have to pay it off. Something. something. Same with my car. All of that. Outside of real property, credit card debt dies when you die. Yeah. Student loan debt dies when you die. Yeah. If you were supposed to pay NES on the 17th and you croaked on the 15th, they ain't getting that money. (laughs) (laughs) True. So for me, I'm not in a rush to pay it off. Not at all. Not when I could pay off my home. I have that conversation all the time Mm -hmm. as well about if I had a choice to say if I wanted to just personally, like I've thought about just buckling down for say like three years and focus on knocking out my debt. I said I would rather do that and spend it on my house. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Before I'm going to pay, spend it on student loans. You don't get anything in return. That's the other thing. From paying down debt, you know, so. that Yeah, that debt ain't certain. Yeah. 
Because it's the thing. It, it's, it technically shows as debt on my credit report, my mortgage. Mm-hmm. But my house has already accrued um, equity, equity since, yeah. since I've owned it. So I sell that house. If I bought it for 140, I sell it for 160. Even if I paid months worth of mortgage, I made twenty thousand. I still got mm-hmm. something back. I pay student loans off. I don't get I shit. I give back. this whole navigant anything. All she, she get paid in full letter. You know what you get? A rusty ass, funky ass, fuck you email from right. this bitch. Girl, fuck you. Yeah. Get this money and go. <laughs> The logic there it is. So Tori, you gotta rethink that. (laughs) (laughs) Now this takes us to, you know, we were just talking about, you know, we aren't people that feel like your partner has to know every single thing that you do. So this leads me to ask a question like, how do you categorize or decide what should be kept a secret? And what it's private when it comes to relationships. And you all know I like to do research on topics. And kind of thinking about myself, I read two things that stood out. And then I want to get you all's insight. So um, one article I read said, the first rule of thumb is that if your partner would feel angry or betrayed, if they discovered this information themselves, you should share it with them. Mm-hmm. So what do you all think? Would you all agree with that? Yes, yes. I would. Agree. Okay. And what would you all say like falls under that category? Like what are whatever things that maybe? What you say? Whatever they say falls under it. There needs to be a conversation. A conversation. Mm-hmm. So you have to communicate. As I always say, the Mississippi River of every show is communication. communication. Yes. It Absolutely. flows through. You have to communicate. And a river runs through it. Amen. Yeah. So anything I think. Um, so say for instance, you know, that extreme. You out here running the streets. Yeah. And a baby coming. Let's let's do that. Okay, we just gonna go all the way there. We just went there. Yeah. Go. Oh, do not collect two hundred dollars. Go straight to you made a baby on your ass. A whole a whole child. Okay, so a whole one. the secret. That's the secret. Okay. Yeah, the key is definitely. I'm definitely gonna feel angry. Yes. Betrayed. So you're trying to keep a whole out and cheated on you a secret, but the yep. baby right here is the proof. So it's like if you don't tell me this is the situation, because again, I still have my choice. This is a situation. Okay, look, no lie. I've been out here doing whatever I wanted to. And, you know, guess what happened? Even if we don't stay together, the, the fact of the matter is, is that I don't know. And so if this came up later and I'm I'm looking crazy because I'm like, oh, so. Yeah. I know I've seen somebody with this baby look just like homeboy that you with. There's something what you mean? You know, stuff like that. That's embarrassment for me. Exactly. You know, that's not a conversation we had. It could have been a private matter that we have agreed he upon. He took away you your know? ability to make an informed Abs- choice. When absolutely. You did not tell and me. I'm very big on that. Like, tell me what it is up front and I can decide, okay, hey, we just going to move through this and we just going to go or I'm going to leave the yeah. relationship. My but, choice. And it could have been a situation where somebody's coming to you later telling you that, hey, so I heard a boy got a baby um, that's six months old and you're like, okay. Because we've had that conversation. Yeah, I already we know, know what about this it. Is. This is what we decided to do together. Yeah, Versus, I made a choice you know, to I'm saying I'm like, no, he don't. Yeah, and now I'm like, you know, and then so that makes you look again, make you look crazy, and that becomes then there's secrecy in there. And that says that absolutely goes back to another thing I've heard people that have kids and say, I think when it comes down to children, like, you know, whether 
first day, second day, up front, you have to let people know that you have kids. I'm not saying mm-hmm. you got to meet them, but you have to tell them because, you know, Absolutely. You, again, it goes back to making an informed choice. So like a few things I've come across with regard children that capacity, you got a surprise baby on me or you have kids. You need to tell me up front what's going on with that. Yep. Or if you're pregnant, bitch. So you know, exactly. <laughs> and you out here dating, people do it. <laughs> they do. The other thing. This sounds like uh, Friday at the next. <laughs> I thought she just had a cheese <laughs> No ma'am. No ma'am. Look, four months, four months pregnant. No we ma'am. get together. Full ass. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Full ass baby. Full ass baby. I think another thing is like health. Like um, I read about that or thought about that, that if you have a condition, you know, I ain't saying if you feel like your blood pressure was high at your last year ago, I think if if you have a, a disease that you could transmit to me then I think that needs to be shared or in all seriousness, uh, talking about, do you all think when it comes to, um, now we have transgender things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's something people should disclose up front? I think whenever you get to a point where the information will impact, potentially impact the person's decision to continue a relationship mm-hmm. that needs to be shared. Um, and I also recognize that our society can be quite transphobic. So right. that's, that's information that is not always readily or easy to share. Easy to share. Yeah. Right. yeah, absolutely. I, what I do think is you never take anyone's choices away. Right. Yes. And right. I also will acknowledge that people assume that all trans folks are out here engaging in relationships with people and not and disclosing that's 100% their gender identity. True. And that's not true. Not. Um, it does happen. But to me, it makes me think of when people say, oh, she probably lied about being raped. Like, people do lie about being raped, mm-hmm. and that's despicable and yeah. disgusting. Right. But the majority of people are not lying. Right, mm-hmm. and you cannot blanket people with situations right. like exactly. that. Mm-hmm. Exactly, So I do think um, if you are a trans-identifying person that that is something that should be shared. I do think if you have an STI that is chronic, like so that, that can be HIV, that can be hepatitis, that yep. can be herpes, that can be a number of things, I think that information needs to be shared. But also, I, I think before we get deep into a relationship, talk to me about your mental health, right? Yeah, yes. that's definitely important. Yes. Because I, I have had bouts of depression, right? Yeah. And so there are times where I don't want to do anything. I have no energy to do anything other than the things that I absolutely have, have to, do to do to, to be able to function. And uh, pay my bills. Right. And then I've, I've, I've talked to friends who have had partners who... Um, were diagnosed with bipolar disorder mm-hmm. or, you know, borderline personality disorder. Mm-hmm. And in order to, for you to manage that, medication is part of how you do it. Mm-hmm. Right. That means you can't go off your meds. Yeah, you cannot go off. And as a partner, you cannot judge your partner because they take meds, you no, know. Like, you taking crazy pills. You know, people like to say mm-hmm. stupid shit like that. Fuck them people. Um, it's how I feel but that's part of something else we're going to get to. But I, I love you brought it up already because that was one of the second rules of thumb I came across where it says you voluntarily share things that you believe will help increase your partner's understanding of who you are and how you ha- came to be you. Yes. So, you know, it may include how you were raised, traumatic experiences from your childhood or experiences from previous relationships. Sharing these things promotes empathy to your partner because it helps them make a sense of Uh, have a sense of history so they're better able to understand why you do what you do in the present. Mm -hmm. So I think it's so important when you talk about mental health for someone to understand, you know, I may, you know, a function person may be able to function like you can't say, 
you got up and went to work today. That doesn't mean that I'm not depressed, yeah. but I still laid on my couch all weekend, didn't want to shower, didn't want to eat, didn't want to do anything. And you stood there judging me like, get up, you know, mm-hmm. uh, come out of that funk. You know, it's, it's not that easy. It's the same thing I tell people to have an addiction, say, um, to drugs, mm-hmm. you know, nobody wants to get up. I don't believe and do that. If it was that easy, everybody would all just shake, like shake the water off and just get up and go and be perfect, you know, mm-hmm. but it does not work that way. So yeah. I mean, that's where you run into being in relationships and you have secret things like that. So I'm secretly taking, um, these pills. taking pills or, you know, whatever drug or alcoholism and yeah. things like that. And we don't have these conversations. Granted, this information does not need to leave outside this space. That's why you That's have to where trust. it's called private. private However, yeah. when it comes to me and you, if we are functioning as a unit on a daily <clears throat> basis and things like that, if you have these things going on or these things that you've dealt with in the past, we need to both be aware of this part of each other's lives because yeah. then it's a secret for me. Yeah. Because I can be in a whole relationship with you for 10 years and then you're this whole person that I never knew existed because we didn't have those conversations. Kinds of conversations. Yeah. And I think, Tori, you were about to say something earlier we mentioned as far as like trans uh, trans lives and things like that. Were you about to say something about that earlier? Well, I was going to say, I guess it can tie into like mental health issues as well as far as my statement. Don't make me feel like I have to keep a secret. Because at that point, mm, yeah. we shouldn't be together because now I don't feel, I'm not even comfortable or I don't even feel safe enough to share certain quote unquote secrets or something that I feel like is sacred to me and helps me balance. I mean, it's a part of who I am with you. Right. Sharing certain things and something else that came up. So we talked about like health, children, of course, um, you know, finances. I think, you know, it's levels to that. You don't start the first date, I wouldn't say, but essentially you have to have the conversation around money. It's a lot of working parts to money that you got to have. You have to talk about. And I don't think you can be secretive about that to tell a person if I'm paying each month, if I do have these hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever in student loans, I got to tell my partner about this. Like I cannot Mm -hmm. lie and I cannot, you know, lie in his omission to me. Um, and the other thing is like family and friends, just being open about relationships and things of that nature. But I think that helps to make like if you can have those kinds of conversations, it may make your life easier if you can let them know, like, what is my relationship with my mom? What is it with my siblings? Why is it this way? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, that goes back to mental health. It's all so it, <laughs> okay. all of the, all of, all this, of right. It. Yeah. And so my one of the things that I struggled with in my relationship <clears throat> with my childhood sweetheart, which is, again, the most significant relationship I've ever had. Mm -hmm. I don't try to, I try not to generalize people, but he is a Pisces, and I do believe Pisces (laughs) Pisces men are the most toxic fish in the sea there. I said it. (laughs) Um, I just need to release that. He would wait until I was calling him out on something to tell me something that was connected about his life. Give us an example. So, like, I love to miss. (laughs) Look at you. Just my beard, just (laughs) sipping on tea, stirring the cup. So, like, we would get into an argument about him not sharing a financial strain that he was in. So, he would be like, oh, no, we can't do the thing we had planned because he mismanaged his money. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why didn't you just tell me? You didn't have to. You canceled our plans. You right. told me we weren't coming. I done got all dressed up. Like, why wouldn't you just tell me? You don't know what I got. Right. I didn't use $40 worth of makeup right. on my face. First of right. all, boy, do you know how long it took me to get into this body con dress? <laughs> Let's be. Let's start there. <laughs> Nigga, I shaved my legs. I could have kept the hair, okay? <laughs> because you want to be childish. Right. And he was like, well, my mama and daddy don't talk about money, and I don't feel like I need to talk about money with you. And I'm like, so you wait until <sighs> now to tell me that you don't feel like it is appropriate for us to discuss finances. Or 
just anytime we're in a fight, yeah, that's yeah. when you, that's when you need to throw out there mm-hmm. to deflect that yeah. you may have experienced one thing or another, or this is your normal. Yeah. And so one of the things that I share with guys, like when we get fairly serious to where like we're dating each other, like mm-hmm. we might be we might be piddling around with other people, but like we for real involved with each other. Yeah. I share that I have experienced sexual trauma, mm-hmm. and I share that I got trust issues. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not saying that I'm going to question everything you do, but like because of my experiences, I need you to show improve, and that helps me to trust you more. Yeah, right. Yeah. And if you can't handle being in a relationship with a woman who needs you to be consistent in order for trust to grow, this isn't the space for you. Because right. these are the things that I need. Absolutely. But I don't wait until I don't trust me. I don't trust any of you niggas. All you niggas are wrong. He like, whoa. Yeah, well, it's not a surprise when you're asking for certain things or you're asking to know certain things. They know, okay, she's working through her issues and hopefully we can come out on the other side of it. But it's not received as, oh, she's just questioning me just because. It's something that I want her to work through and I want her to trust me. So I'm willing to do that. So I think, yeah, you have to definitely communicate things that's related to mental health or any other areas that would affect the relationship had you kept it a secret Mm -hmm. or called yourself being private. Now, something else I'm going to ask you guys is I saw some scenarios online. (laughs) And Tori, I'm going to start with you for this first one. And so remember, we're talking about like the first rule of thumb is like, you know, if your partner would feel angry or portrayed if they discover this information themselves. These are things that they're saying that you should definitely tell the partner. And I'm like, "Mm I don't know about this. So that the first one is that you dinged your partner's car by reversing into a pole. I'm definitely not telling that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot tell him what I did. No, if I can see it, if you can't see it, it's from your car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, Tori, you say you are not telling him? <laughs> I didn't, I mean, now I'm telling him. But I mean, you know, more than my husband's car, I done did that too. And, you know, to this day, unless they landing on somebody else, I they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's different if, you know, you hit some shit in the big-ass telephone pole, fell on the top, and I can't. That's different. But, like, a ding or a scratch? Nigga, no. You, we could stand there together. Damn, somebody hit my car for real. <laughs> People, wow, I can't believe this world we live in. Babe, guess what happened? I was at Target. <laughs> You know, they be wilding in the Target parking lot. Like, okay. <laughs> and then I come outside, it's a scratch. What? I don't even know what happened. Yeah. Now you ain't going to let me borrow your car no more. No. no you better than me. I'm not going. To, it's speaking and spoken to. I'm not saying shit. I'm pulling that car in the garage. <laughs> coming in. This is, a, this is my, not necessarily my problem, but this is my truth, right? I believe that openness and honesty is what I need that to feel safe in a relationship. So yeah. I am so transparent. I don't like We're going to talk about that in a minute, level of transparency. I'm very transparent. I'm, I believe in karma because, like, that's why I treat people right because I do somebody wrong. I walk outside and chip my tooth when I fall. So I don't, my <laughs> karma don't come back quick. Damn. I don't play games like that. But I feel like, you know, if the reverse camera, like, didn't beep or tell me, <laughs> like, your car raggedy. Like, <laughs> we blaming it on the First car. First of all, you still driving this 2007. It's not like, my Right. Fault. It's not my fault. Like, you don't even have no system to tell me when I'm about to hit something. Like, what's your credit score? Like, you know, <laughs> deflect, deflect, <laughs> deflect. <laughs> Just deflect. Okay, so another one said um, that... <laughs> 
All of these probably were This is nuts. Okay. That you were fired from your last three jobs. The last? But you're working now. I don't know if D needs to know that. It depends on where you work and what you do. So if I've been working now at the same place for 10 years, does he need to know? Like, and I, when I met him, I was there seven. Do mm-hmm. I need to tell him that I got fired from the last three? No. No, nah, but if you've been fired from three drivers in a year, <laughs> it's you. It's you, boo. <laughs> we need to have a conversation. What you doing? That's a little different. Also, I don't know if I would tell him. What'd you say, Tori? I don't know if I would tell him, but I'm going to need him to tell me something. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my. What a tangled web we so wait, Tori, if you get fired, that ain't his business. But if he got fired, nigga, we need to talk. <laughs> Absolutely need to know if your ass got fired, but you don't even know about me. <laughs> now, this is a crazy one. It says that you had unprotected sex in your 20s and you've never been tested for STDs. You definitely need to tell that. You need to get away from me. <laughs> so Go, go, go. First, I want to hear your response because your face is killing me. Right. Girl. So, in your 20s. So, say you're 38. Okay. 38. And in my 20s, I was wowing. Wow. <laughs> uh, but now we're going to bring look, your age look. down. We're going to say you like 32 because we don't want to make it that far. Mm, don't matter. So, 20s. It doesn't matter. Either way. Some of that stuff still sitting on you. You've never been tested. But you wowing. First of all, if we haven't had sex yet, then, oh, okay. If we haven't had sex, maybe we have a windmilling on you. Yeah. On site. No conversation. It's going to be a misunderstanding. We need to have a conversation, especially if, if we are in no, a No, you need to have a conversation with your physician. <laughs> Thank you. Make an appointment <laughs> so, that I'm going with you, too, to make sure, to make sure. Oh, that no, you no, get no, tested. No. I need to... So, everything is digital now, right? Mm-hmm. So, oh, like, yeah. We can log into My Health at Vanderbilt and see what and I see got what it on. is. Mm-hmm. I'm celibate and have been for several years. Yeah. I get... I still run me the whole thing, doc. <laughs> Run it. <laughs> Give me the whole Something might have been dormant. Run it. Something. You never know. Yeah, you know, exactly. Maybe something jumped up off the toilet when I had to squat that one time. We don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You Run know it. what I'm saying? Run, Run all the Play all games. Because I had a friend like that say he used to get tested like he was very active like every six months. Nobody I dated. And then he was like, he had this thing, like, so say he got tested, then he fucked around and, like, had unprotected sex, like, a month after. He was like, man, I should be scared as hell for the next five months. <laughs> wait, wait. Did stop having Number one, stop having unprotected sex. But why you gotta wait? Number two, that's why I say, why you have to wait? He's like, man, my nerves, I just, I don't want to know. <laughs> so you just out here fucking off on anything. Look, so he okay twice a year to yeah, know. To know that he about to die. <laughs> You want to wait five months to know you got HIV? Okay. I will say this. We not, whoever this man is that I end up with, we will not be having sex until we both show the Carfax. I, yeah. <laughs> I need yes, to know. come on. Because, not that I don't I trust you, but show me. But I don't trust you. Not that I don't trust you, but I don't know you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, whatever. We. I need to see, right? And I'm going to show you mine. Because again, I, I'm, I'm all about transparency. But also, we need to talk about how you as a black man need to be more intentional about your health. Absolutely. Also, I have heard many a Negro say, well, if you good, then I'm good. Boy, if you don't do get your own fucking test. Well, that's some spooky shit. That's a hood. That's that hood nigga. Right? Again, though. You good, I'm if you good. good, I'm good. It's the hood nigga health plan. Okay, like, so you just want to trust me? Because I've had niggas saying, like, you don't look like you got nothing. Well, wow. I'm, I'm here to tell you that I have HIV. And now we both have it. Since you want to trust me 
nigga. Don't do that to people. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. That's like, like, I wouldn't, but I'm just saying, like, that's the, the dumbest mentality. So, it's a hood nigga health plan. It definitely is. And yeah. I think for women, or men, whoever that is listening, that are listening, that if somebody is telling you something like that, that if someone's trying to keep their test results a secret or they're non-existent, <laughs> it's the, the conversation is no longer about secrecy or privacy. It's about, you know, my health and my wellness at this mm-hmm. point. And if I'm going to make a decision to continue to talk to this person, then we both need to go Can to I ask a somewhat the re- clinic. related yeah. question? Yeah. I want to know how people feel about it. I have my stance. Okay. So there are some people who want to know not just your STD, STI screening, but they want to know partners slash body count. What, what's your... I'm asking, I'm asking. Somebody said I always lie. Like, tell them, um, <laughs> I forgot what the math was. Mm-hmm. Tell like whatever it is, divide it by three or something. I ain't gonna lie for shit. Like My number's one. Oh. I only been with you. <laughs> <laughs> you would call me alive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now, oh, you don't believe, <laughs> hashtag believe black women. Oh, yeah. <laughs> black women don't cheat. I mean, honestly. Does it that, really matter? Once we oh. get to a certain age, don't ask me that. Come yeah. on. Why are we here? Why are we at this point? So again, we we all agree there. I just wanted to ask and kind of put that out there. Because my thing is this. If you have been with 40 women and 30 of those women, it was casual. I don't care about them 30. What I care about is the 10 that might have a hold on your ass. Mm. (laughs) That you might have a soul tie or some shit with. I don't necessarily care with how many people you've been with. Right. Who were you connected to? Right. That's different. That's the shit I want to know. Who we going to... Y'all seen those scenes from the movies, right? Like it's a couple together and then somebody roll up on their ex and they just stop them and they text them out like... Like Joan on Girlfriends. Mm -hmm. Always Joan. Always Joan. (laughs) Always Joan. (laughs) Who is that for you? Who we gonna roll up on in Kroger and and that bitch gonna leave you breathless? That's the I wanna know. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck about that mother hoe. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Give a good goddamn. About the mother hoe. Oh, mm, I got carried away. Okay, so this musical interview brought to you guys. (laughs) (laughs) So the other part of it, so we now know, you know, some things that are like the first rule of thumb that you have to discuss with your partner or it is considered being a secret. The other part, as far as the second rule of thumb, we talked about things that you share. If you help, you know, it will help increase your partner's understanding of who you are. So something that stood out to me, um, one was, you know, you were bullied at school or like growing up and it made you become like tough in order to survive. But I think you have to dive into what tough looks like. It doesn't mean that you like it to be an asshole. I think you have to, you know, dive into that one more. Um, another one, mental health really stands out. It says that your mother or father used to tell you that you were worthless and you struggled with feeling lovable your entire life. Mm-hmm. So say like mom and dad issues, things of that nature. Definitely makes sense to share um, so they can know more of who you are. One that stood out to me that I was like, uh, I says, used to suffer from erectile dysfunction, which still causes you to be anxious during sex. <laughs> Oh, pumpkin. Oh, oh, oh. Why does it feel so bad? We're going to get you unanxious. So what, what y'all do when a brother roll up on y'all? Like, yeah, I have something I need to tell you. So so is it the anxiety causes the erectile dysfunction? Well, they, That's no. what it sounds like. Well, the way it reads is like they used to, they used to have ED. And it just causes them to now be anxious during sex. I guess wondering if they're going to last or perform because they're probably thinking about it. No, that's, that's real. Yeah. I feel like I empathize with that. Yeah. I feel like it's funny, but on paper. Because I mean, yeah. shut up. <laughs> 
thinking about like <laughs> I'm thinking I would I, I do want to hear Tori's perspective because you know she she married to somebody and I'm over here being single. So what do you think, Tori? How would you how would you approach that? Do you empathize? Is it like a crock of shit? Like what do you think? Empathize is a very strong word. <laughs> so then Tori, listen, 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 listen. The E D was situational. He don't have the E D no more, mm. but he do have some anxiety when the time come to, you know, do the grown folk. Still no empathy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? Tori's it's still hilarious. Tori was like, okay, Andy. <laughs> Tori was like, bitch, I understood what the first question was. And it's I still was, no. I was clear. I was under I fully understood. My bad oh, <laughs> it's like it's me and really like dealing with that. So I don't, you know, I don't want to make them more insecure with what I'm about to say. However, <laughs> mm. Um, but I'm about to make you a when it comes right. to like sex, I was a little bit of a late bloomer mm-hmm. so you know and I wasn't you know I should I wore ivory on my wedding day so I'm just gonna say that and so um, <laughs> oh that's so sweet I just salmon when it came to sex I just needed somebody very confident and speak mm. to, like I I can't do because I feel like when men are insecure with sex your insecurity also shows up other places it so does. now I can't even I can't even talk to my male co-worker because you you think about the fact that we go home and you you can't even do what you got to do yeah 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 I think it does it, so, it, it's projected yeah, I, mm-hmm. I just you so know, I hear I that emphasize, I don't know I don't know if we would make it that far. But you know what? That to me, I guess everything is situational, right? Yeah. yeah. That makes sense to me. Like if you, you know, are newer to sexual experiences and you need somebody who is confident and your partner has had a, a different set of sexual experiences mm-hmm. and now he's anxious. And so I don't, I won't say that it's insecurity because it, the words that we yeah. used wasn't insecurity, it was anxiety. Right. Um, and we all have anxiety about all kinds of things that maybe don't show up in how we interact with people in other spaces. Or sexually. Uh-huh. Because I remember having, stre- like, anxiety, not necessarily anxiety, but, like, insecurity around my stretch marks. Okay. Um, my body expanded and shrunk and expanded and shrunk again, and boom, stretch what marks. What can Williams yeah. say that you was big and got small, you was small and got big. Either way. Either way. We fucking. But, so. <laughs> but, but I had a partner who made me feel really good about them. Like he kissed yeah. the stretch mark. It was actually really sweet. And too bad his ass wasn't shit. But yeah. he knew how to be sweet every now and again. I think I could be with a partner who had anxiety but could still perform because we just got to get you a little bit more comfortable, baby. I yeah, could, I could do that. Right. <laughs> and if something happens, like if once and like what well, ends every blue moon, the anxiety is so high. You can't perform. Yeah. Creating a space of, it's cool. Yeah. Let's talk about what's going on right now because it might be other shit that you just can't, you got a mental block and you right, can't right. get past yeah. it. Because uh-huh. I think everybody has, or at least every man, I would say, has one of those moments where the the, the flag is not going up the pole. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, every, every yeah. Maybe it hasn't happened with man, you, but, but I think mm-hmm. every man has one of those experiences. And I remember I yeah, feel kind of bad. I agree. My ex had one of those, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on with you?" And I was not 
You were oh. not the you were not the woman that you, you are, are now. That you are today. I'm, I'm not the woman that I was. And I was like, what the hell? Because at the time you shamed him. We were, I did shame him, <laughs> and, I, and I feel bad for that. But at the time you we shamed. weren't together. We were just fucking <laughs> yeah. because we broke up because he was fucking around, and I was like, oh, oh that was his karma. Oh, sure you, was. You can get your dick Ooh. up to fuck these bitches. Ooh. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but when I'm trying to, oh, okay, you can't get it up. Oh, so, so is it me mm. or is it you? It's yeah. probably your ass. Yeah. So I could, I could deal with that. I think. We gonna leave that one right there. So. <laughs> I am, I am three to one. You guys, I'm the only one that's on here. Like, yeah, we can talk about it. These were some like. I wish you well in all your future endeavors. <laughs> Bless your heart and all your parts, nigga. <laughs> now bless your heart and all your parts. Oh, um, you this. <laughs> so let's go to this. I want to talk about... Actually, no, we're going to take a break. We're going to be right back with the living single segment on that note. <laughs> This now brings us to the Living Single segment of the podcast. It's simply a segment where we want to send you good vibes, good energy, and give good advice on any questions that you may have about being single, dating, or relationships. Remember, nothing is off limits. So, welcome to the Living Single segment of the show, and let's get into it. All right, so now this brings us to the Living Single segment. As you guys know, you can send your questions in to our website or our Facebook in order to have them answered by the panel. So today's question has come from our website at www.tobesingleornottobe.com. So it reads, So I've been heavy on the dating scene for about two years now with no luck. I've done the in-person thing and even with COVID, I was doing online dating as well. I need your help because I feel that I am a great catch, but everyone who I really like from these interactions never pans out. I have been ghosted. I've been given the it's not you, it's me speech and just plain let down, but I cannot figure out why. I think I am an attractive woman. I have a good career, my own home, um, no children. She says my own home twice. I'm assuming maybe my own car. Mm Mm-hmm. And no children. However, I cannot find love and I'm out here looking for it with a flashlight in the daytime. So to be single or not to be, can you all help me figure out why? So what do y'all think? What's what's like this young lady's issue? Girl, I don't know. I'm in the same goddamn boat. <laughs> 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 Sis, maybe we it's, should go to brunch. Figure it out. Figure it out. Because I, too, am a bad bitch. And I, you know, got out here for me. Without um, seeing the some additional detail, yeah. I think that, so if it's consistently the same type of issue she's mm-hmm. running into, it may be the people that you find yourself attracted to. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to online dating. So, yeah. you know, you get to do the filtering out of people based on whatever the qualities are. So, the oh, what they're telling you. Yeah. So, if you're doing surface level, filtering yeah that can lead to constant disappointment anyway because you could be dating the same person just with a different face absolutely so i think you have to do some evaluating to see you know exactly yes. we don't know what your standards and requirements are mm-hmm. but i think you, know, you can even go back to season one and look at you know what are my non-negotiables what are my deal breakers yeah. those things and try to dig a little bit deeper because the episode we had a couple of weeks ago i had some guys on here that said that they would go on dates with women and would literally just ask them like two questions we asked them like are you married you say no do you have kids no and he was like that was pretty much it so sis number one 
make sure that you are asking enough questions yeah. about these people because if you just showing up and uh-huh. you know you lucky enough that the guys you pulling up to look real nice you may be you know blinded by the ham- handsomeness Absolutely. and not you know taking the time to really uncover like what are these people really about? Or also you find out, are you dealing with people that are not really out here to date? Like they out here just to have sex or exactly. go, or just want to hang out with a woman every now and again. Cause men, it's some men that don't, but it's a lot of men that, uh, that do enjoy going out and just having dinner with women and not, and not being That's anything it. more, no you know, function. Yeah. So they don't, they don't mind paying for dinner. You got some niggas just like, I ain't paying for no meal, but some men don't mind it wherever you want to go. And that's all they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So, one other thing I will yeah. add because I was going to say, oh. go ahead, Tori. Oh, are y'all sh- okay? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just going to say, you know, <laughs> at some point you do have to check yourself since we already talked about, like, you know, because I was also going to say it depends on it may be the men that you're you know into someone is dating site so i'm not gonna say like you know take it with a grain of salt but at the same time you know covid i guess this is your dating sites may be the safest option but let's not put too much into dating sites because you know you can go out there and meet guys in real life but yeah also you know are you being aggressive on these days is it Mm. is everybody ghosting you after the first date like okay Mm. so let's reevaluate True. I mean, to be honest, you asking for the credit like score on the first day. Like, <laughs> so you're trying to be you like interviews. <laughs> like as a career coach, I'm always like trying to compare stuff to jobs. So I'm like, okay, you get the interview, but nobody ever calls you back for the job. It's the interview sis. Like, okay, so what? What are yeah. we doing in the interview? Yeah. What are we doing in the interview? Because they're not calling you. Got the, it's on paper. You are perfect. If they call you. To come in to have a conversation. After that conversation, they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna go with other options." Let's <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about like what you're doing, what we're doing, and then sometimes it's not you. Maybe you should stop, quote unquote, looking and just chill, just enjoy mm-hmm. friendships. Like you're just meeting people, you're dating. This is dates. Yeah, and that was Casual. something else treat somebody like said. That. Treat them like you know, treat dating like EFT stocks. You know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Diversify, and then even if things don't work out, he mentioned like just you may find that this person can maybe they can help you with some business stuff. They can help you mm-hmm. come hang stuff up at your house. You know, you may be able to take away something from these guys that you're meeting. I mean, if they're open to that and know that, you know, it might not have turned into a relationship, but it may still be some kind of value there. Mm-hmm. I did want to add one other thing um, because I am also a single woman. I have been living in Nashville for seven years. Dating is interesting. Dating <laughs> to is say the absolutely least. is. <laughs> dating dating pre-pandemic was interesting. <laughs> dating current pandemic is I don't even do the shit because it's just, <laughs> oh my God. I don't even want to know what post-pandemic dating is gonna be like. Folks been in the house for forever. Yeah. It's they're gonna be fucking at the bar. Like it's gonna be a Girl, shut up. But <laughs> I will, what I will say is know what you want. Yeah. And know what you need. And then keep those things at the forefront while you're dating. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And understand what you're flexible on and what you're non negotiable on. Because mm-hmm. what I have found, and this is particularly for single Black women, mm-hmm. people are always telling us what we need to do, how mm-hmm. we need to proportion ourselves, oh, yeah. how mm-hmm. we need to twist and turn and be a pretzel. So any man yeah. will want us. Yeah. But, like, I know me. 
I'm a, I'm a progressive woman socially. I am a black feminist. I am, you know, confident, bold, vivacious. If you want a softer, meeker woman, I, I think women in all manifestations are beautiful. I'm just not her. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And so if I would become, I have to become mm-hmm. that to be your partner. Then, then we both it. losing because yeah. you getting you getting you getting uh, you getting an actress. Yeah, you're not yeah. getting the real me, and now yeah. I gotta pretend to be something I'm not to have the relationship. So know what it is that you really really want and need. Know what you're flexible on, and then date from that point and understand that not everything is gonna work out, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. even your favorite restaurant got a dish that you like. Mm. Yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. about that. Mm, it's, not, <laughs> it's not my jam. So just be be mindful of that, but also you know. Enjoy dating. So enjoy enjoy being single because my great grandmother, God rest her soul, said the only woman that wants a husband is one who ain't never had one. Not the only one that wants a husband who's one. And the in-house wife agrees. <laughs> Love, loves her husband, but also understands like marriage got some shit to it. Yeah. From what I hear. Absolutely. I tell all my friends that. And they're like, you're married. And I was the first friend on, like, I have a college group of friends that we are still friends with that. And then I have my couple of friends that I've been friends with since childhood. And I was the first one on in both of those groups to get married. And so when I tell them, like, enjoy your single life, girl. Go on that. Get that free dinner. What? <laughs> Relax. <laughs> and they're like, when well, you're married, I'm like, I know. I get it. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> not you really, you really tripping over dinner. Like, let <laughs> that dinner like and move on it'll be somebody else yeah, yeah. the guy for you enjoy for sure. enjoy so sis, i think there it is you have to listen to what everybody <laughs> says you have to evaluate and you have to make sure you are doing your due diligence to check yourself if necessary, but take the steps that these ladies mentioned. So on that note, again, if you guys want your questions answered, please feel free to send them in to the website or Instagram or Facebook. And on that note, we'll be back with part two of the conversation. And we're back. So I want to start by asking you all, what does, we talk a lot about like compromise and stuff like that. So what does compromise look like if you are a private part person and your partner is not when it comes to like social media, family and friends, like you want to post each other, your partner don't. You want to tell your friends about your new boo, your partner like, don't tell them. You want your partner to meet your mama, your partner like, Nah, we ain't doing that yet. Well, you might be a secret sis. You need. Yeah, <laughs> I started thinking. I would like, say all of those things. I was being extreme. Yeah, but like, say if you have like one, like say if you, we'll just use the main example. You're a person that likes to post your relationships, but your partner is like, mm, that ain't really my jam. How do you really like? What's the compromise there? Or is there? Or do you just do it? You know, I think you have to have conversations. Yeah, I can I can talk about social media because me and Mel, you know, we don't have a conversation no more. But if you follow me and my husband <laughs> on social media, you know, he, his last post is probably from April 2018. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was that girl like, okay, I want to post my man. We going on a date. I'm posting like inconspicuous photos. It might not be him. Yeah. It's my dinner table. People guessing. <laughs> I like <laughs> why aren't you posting me? I used to legit ask him that. He's like, I don't, have you been on my social media? I don't even get on, like, I'm not posting anything. 
Like it's not. Well, I don't know why you're taking it personally, but I. And you know, I've said this before in previous podcasts. It was something that I was dealing with because previously, dating other guys, they was posting, just wasn't supposed to be. Yeah, you was secret with the mother. I was a whole secret. I've been an unknown sideline for like yeah. a couple times. I didn't know I was a sideline, and I found out. But you know, um, I've been in that position, so it was in my insecurities. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, I felt like if he's showing me off, then this this has to be real. Like that's that was a part of the confirm- confirmation. Yeah. And he, eventually, I had to get over. It. I had to understand and trust him. Like, okay, social media just not his thing. Like, yeah. I'm gonna post him anyway because that is my that is my that's man. your that's thing. Like, this is my thing. Social media is not his thing, and I'm not gonna force him to post me because then I'm like, oh, you only post to me because I wanted you. Yeah, that's right. an argument. Like, you ain't doing, you ain't doing it because you want it because right. I, I asked you to. <laughs> He can't win. (laughs) Yeah, he can't win. So, and certain things, especially when it comes to social media or something like that, is the compromise is to understand who your partner is, and if they're just not gonna do, they're not gonna do. Yeah, and I, because like me personally. I'm not, a, not social, a big poster. Not no. a big poster at all. Like, it's just random. So yeah. even with relationships, I've probably been, since I have my Instagram, probably been in two relationships and no one ever thought. Probably think that I've been single for my whole life. Yeah. Because that's just not, when I think about, like, even when going on trips and things, I don't think about posting things. I just like to be in that moment. Mm-hmm. So it's just not my thought to go to social media. And that's fine for me. And it's fine for the people who like to post, but Again, everything is a conversation. So if I'm with you, I'm not going to post my relationship like that because that's just not my thing, but it may be my partner's. Well, you need to talk, get clearance from me. Yeah. But, what don't picture me, you use? I don't want to wake up and I see, and you put no a picture one. on that with no filter. You putting me on, on First social. of all, women got to choose, right? We have, I need to see it. Let me run, let, run all the pictures. Let me choose it for you if you yeah, got to post if it. you going to post it. You know, so like have that, I have to have that conversation with you and we could meet in the middle like, okay, fine. You don't have to post our every move in our relationship. But if you want to post every now and again, be like, oh, it's, you know, whatever, whatever holiday people be making up or something like that. You know, sure. National Girlfriend You know, day, I'll let you do that. Day, anniversary. Day, yeah. You want to do that? But keeps, again, like post me on our wedding day. That's it. That's it. And that's all. <laughs> so that's funny you should mention that, right? <laughs> I I jokingly tell people I post husbands. Yeah. I have never, ever posted a man. Oh girl, worst mistake ever. Ever. I've never had I've never had done it more than I like to done it one time. I've never had my ex posted a picture of me and I was like, hey, babe, take that down. Like and what was his response? He was upset about it. Be, but this is he my like, thing. I'm a secret bitch. And I'm like, no. <laughs> because it, it's kind of, it makes me think of Carrie and Nambi. Like, anybody who know me, know you my dude. These other folks who just... They say, those that matter don't mind, those that mind don't, don't matter. matter. That's it. Don't matter. And then, so, like, for me, I... I just like to keep what I have private. So, like, if you look at my Instagram, you might see an occasional thirst trap. Yeah. <laughs> You're more than likely going to see, like, a a holiday post or, like, a birthday post yeah. or, or something like that. Yeah. I don't even really post a whole lot of myself on my yeah. Instagram. Mm-hmm. And most of my Instagram stories is, like, quotes or, like, shit that I see on other people's stories. Yeah. Just because I like to keep things close to the vest. Yeah, yeah. It's private. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with it. So I think it is just a conversation. What I will say is, oddly enough, if you are a person, like if you're like Tori, right? You 
you on social media, right? Yeah. You be posting probably you know, two, I'm three it. times a week. I'm a social media person. Mm-hmm. I post two, three times a day. Look, <laughs> if you and if you posting your homies, your mom and them, I post me. Your friend brothers. <laughs> Everybody else gets shout outs like in my stories. Like, right. That's what you know. And that's fine. But like the page if, is mine. If so. you if you heavy in the social media streets, right? If you be on the social media block, your homies on there, your mama them on there, your LB's on there. Not your, not your homies on there, your mama. And nobody ain't so everybody important in your life is on your IG post. Except me. Now that's a and problem. I have a problem. Even though I'm not a person that's gonna post. Right. I have an issue because oh everybody know about everybody else important in your life but me. Yeah, so that's that. That's where that okay. If you're gonna post important people to you, then yeah. then I expect you to post me. Especially, but and that's why I talk about that's the balance. You know, so, yeah, yeah, if you post everybody else, you can't not post me because yeah. then it's clear it's, that I am a, a secret. secret. Yeah, but I don't need to be posted all the time because again, I don't want to be all over your social media. Oh, also, right. men don't know how to pick. That's not they, the best picture they of me. Do not. In that <laughs> But it's the same as like if you look at a person that say like my best friend, she's known for like her birthday post. She posts for everybody's birthday. Mm-hmm. So say if your partner is like that, they post everybody's birthday, but my birthday yeah. came and no shout out. Boy, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. Let my birthday come yeah. and go and your whole uh, Instagram feed is is people birthdays and January third comes and you don't say shit about the kid. <laughs> January fourth, you won't have a girlfriend anymore. Yeah, let's be clear. Hello. <laughs> Talk to <laughs> my birthday again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> For my birthday you gave me single back. Uh, because <laughs> Yeah, you have to have that balance. And I think that's one of the telltale signs, like a red flag to know, like, yeah, mm-hmm. stuff is not what it seems. Yeah. So go you ahead. know your partner is a po- like a serial poster. Yeah. But you just not in the in the lineup, you a secret sis. Yeah. Just call it. Just be is. clear. And vice versa, because <laughs> sisters be out here doing it too. Sure so <laughs> are y'all like, you know, transparent people? When we talk about transparency, the level of not having to tell a partner everything. Like, what does that look like for you guys or for the person listening? Because like I'm not a share everything type person at all. Like in a sense of like, I don't want to know that like you had a crush on somebody that I'm associated with or that I knew 10 years ago. Like, I don't want to know that. Um, I don't want to know like what your latest <laughs> dump look like when you went and took a poop in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't need don't that. Like, unless, you, unless you had blood in your stool. Nah, or then you need to call Samuels and doctor. I got an issue. But then you, okay, I do want you to tell me like, babe, I need to go to the hospital or something. Some, that's different. Oh, yeah. But I'm just not like a share everything kind of person. So, mm-hmm. What what kind of people are y'all? We're gonna do like round table. What do you say, Nikki? Like, are you a transparent person? Like you want but let me let me get this too. I also, on the other hand, I do like to I do like to share a lot with my partner. Mm-hmm. I think it's I have to find certain boundaries because it's like certain things, you know, how men do they're fragile to some extent. It's like, eh, I probably shouldn't say that, you know, mm-hmm. that. I find it funny that my ex called me three times a day. I didn't answer. I have nothing going on with the nigga, but I don't want to tell him that. But I'm like, he might not find it funny. So let me just like, yeah. Because <laughs> if he tell me that the bitch called him three times, what's she calling you for? Then it's, I know what it looks like. So I'm transparent and I just have to catch myself. So I think it's all about the level. So Nikki, would you say you are a fairly transparent person or not? Like, I am transparent. Yeah, I'm transparent with my relationships with those people. So I don't like anything to be, um, I guess, second guessed. So So you like tell your partner everything? mm -mm, Not every waking moment, you know? So it's like, it's something that I feel like if it's important, if it's something that's affecting us or have an effect on you, whether it be your mental or emotional state, 
Um, or if it's something I feel like that you need to know because of this move I'm making, it will have a residual effect on yeah. our relationship. Definitely upfront, transparent, open with that. Some things I'm just not going to up and say like all the time because I'm just used to me moving that way. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm not, I'm a private person to a certain degree because in my mind, I don't think that, I mean, this is not common knowledge that everybody should have to have. Yeah. But when it comes to my relationships, um, I always make sure that I am clear on either things that are important to me yeah. whether in my life or in our relationship. Yeah. Um, and it's not, you know, I'm not holding back like, oh, well, I was feeling this way about us, but because I've been that girl. Um, I was feeling this about this, but I just didn't want to say nothing. No, I'm saying everything. And now I'm looking goofy because, you know. <laughs> and, now you know we, and now we got to bust a nigga tie. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you know I'm, trying to, I'm trying to go upside your head because I decided to be like, well, I ain't want to say when you shouldn't have so been there done that won't do it again so it's like you have to I, I try to find that fine balance like you said like I I love to have a conversation because I like us to always be on the same page mm-hmm. so I don't have to guess about my own damn relationship right. but it's not required that I just sit here and just spill out my whole life story on a daily basis yeah it's, it's annoying not <laughs> so, at all you know that's just not me what would you say so I am an extrovert okay um, and I'm also a therapist and communication is one of my uh, top five strengths. So I don't know if I overshare, but I do share willingly with the person that I'm connected to. Okay. Right? So like my best friend will probably get like random voice notes from me in the middle of the day. Like, bitch, I just tried these uh, vegan deviled eggs from Tabitha Brown. It's just slap. <laughs> so like just little random things. Yeah. I, I try to be more intentional with sharing and communicating with partners because society has developed this expectation that men don't talk. Mm, yeah. And they don't share. And they do. And not all of them know how to. Yeah. And so I want to create a space where that's just what we do. Yeah. Right? That we talk, we share, we communicate. All of that stuff. Because when the difficult conversations come up, and they will, because this is life, we already have a, you know, you can talk to me yeah. sort of dynamic. Yeah. Um, some people probably be like, Cass, I didn't need to know that. I was like, but I wanted you to know. I don't <laughs> care if you tell me anything back. I just wanted you to know yeah. this thing happened to me. So I don't know. I just, I've dated men who did not <clears throat> talk a lot and that bothered me because the not sharing always showed up with some shit you was hiding from me. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, so I think you just have to pay close attention to know, like, you know, we have our own balances and then we have to know if a man, if he's a communicator or if he's not, can we teach him that? Is he open to it? Or if he's just choosing to not open up, to not be transparent at all, then it may be something that we need to dig deeper on. Like it, it, we may not be able to just leave that where it's at. So Tori, what would you say? Like your level of transparency with you and your husband, are y'all like tell each other everything or what does that look like? I mean, we don't, I'm going to go as far as like, <laughs> um, I just took a shit in the bathroom. No, um, we don't do that. <laughs> but we talk about, <laughs> we talk about everything. Um, and let me break on my husband real quick. You know, his bachelor's degree <laughs> 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 in psychology. So maybe, but he's like one of the first people. And I'm saying like first person ever in my life, including parents that have made me comfortable just saying, some of everything and my mm-hmm. mom is a counselor so I grew up in a household we didn't get whoopings we had conversations yeah. why did you do this and so I think by the time I was an adult to really have a healthy relationship I was just tired of talking like I don't <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to explain myself why like no 
But when we dated, he made it clear, like, this is how I communicate. And if we're going to go further, then, like, you know, I need you to be able to be open with me, trust me. And it's created, like, a security, you know, between us, especially in marriage, which is really important. So we talk about some of everything. Now, while we were dating, I always tell my friends, you know, your boyfriend, especially a fresh boyfriend, don't have to know everything. Like, I had a friend... I had a friend who would date and she would just be like, yeah, well, you know, last month I had a situation with such a such. I'm like, why did you tell him that? Like, what? why? 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 Like, you just offering information. No, not like, offering that. Even might have to sprinkle some little white lies in there because if you slip up and find out I messed with someone, was that three months ago? No, it was six months ago. <laughs> if you like, no, no, wait, 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 wait. No. But if you like me, um, don't do the white lies. Just mm. because... My granny said you never have to remember the truth. This is true. So that's true. I really, the I thing is, you know, I'm really talking shit because like I've lied or little white lies to people I already like. I really like you. I'm a very transparent person. Like I said, I'm not about like, oh, I just went and took a crap, but I, I share everything and I and I make sure that whoever I'm with, we are comfortable. I mean, that's probably why I'm still single, because you know, <laughs> the level of comfortability <laughs> that I desire, I just really have not found because I don't want to have to lie about anything. And at this point in my life, really. I'm not really doing shit to lie about. Like, right. like I always say, I'm close yeah. to 40 and I like to admit, I ain't got time to be doing stuff, remembering to lie. I'm... Is it, well, one of the, the blessings, you know, oh. no, I used to tell my ex this thing when I would find out he was lying to me. So I used to date a guy who was a quarterback um, for our high school football team. Mm-hmm. I thought you about to say I was dating a habitual liar. Uh, I mean, he, you know, <laughs> me synonyms, whatever. <laughs> So he had this thing where he would just not tell me stuff or he would straight up lie to me about it. And I was like, dude, you are six foot one, 215 pounds. You get hit on the field by niggas three times my size every day. I cannot whoop your ass. Why are you lying to me? Yeah. Why was he? <laughs> right. What? Why was he lying? Because he was ain't shit. <laughs> uh, he was, what do they say, a compulsive liar? Or uh, it's another name for him. I just, I think people, part of it, I think, is people tell you, a lie to take your choices away. This is true. Because I had a homeboy who used to always tell me women can't handle the truth. Mm. No, you can't handle that woman's response to yes. the truth. Mm-hmm. Because you tell That's me the it. truth and you say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm casually dating three or four different women. I'm the kind of person like, hey, do what you do. But if it's, if it's me, mm-hmm. then it's me. Yeah. And if you want to date a woman who's open and okay with you dating three or four different women, that's cool. It's just me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I exit. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't handle the truth. No, 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 no. I heard your truth. I didn't, right. I didn't stand out on you. I just decided that your truth doesn't work for my life. Yeah. Yep. And mm-hmm. he wanted me to stay in his life, but he wanted to do his dirt. Mm-hmm. So he lied to me. And I was just like, mm-hmm. I don't like that shit. You don't need to take my choice. Especially someone who's experienced sexual trauma. I don't need anybody else taking my choices away. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It was true for me. Absolutely. So, nigga, don't lie. Like, I am a lot. Even if the truth is bad, like, yeah. even if you say, I fucked, the- I, you know, I fucked your homegirl. Like, damn, that's fucked up. You fucked my homegirl? Mm, you went far. Now I gotta go fight <laughs> the Right. Now I gotta, you know, I definitely am done with both of y'all, but if I find out you was fucking my homegirl, as opposed to you telling me you was fucking my mm. homegirl, the response you're going to get is very different. You're, yeah. still, you're still single. She's still down one friend. But yeah, yeah. You might or may not get I can hit. still move a little different. Yeah. Got you. Tori, what were you saying? I was saying, now I got to fight the friend because now you're talking about <laughs> what y'all didn't do. Now I lost a friendship and a man. Now we just got yeah. here. I don't know. 
Now, what would y'all say? And the last thing I think I want to touch on is like, because we touched, talked a lot about, you know, people should definitely know what the difference between single, between secrecy and privacy is. So tell me this, when it comes to, we'll talk about, say, healthy relationships, um, what does a healthy private life look like as a couple um, you know, as a person within a relationship, if you think about, say, like alone time, stuff like that, like what is being being private, but it's healthy private. What's that look like for you all? The first word that popped in my mind was intimacy. OK, tell very, us more. Very intimate. I can see now me. I'm, I'm open. Everybody knows on social media. My friends come to me, ask me about relationship stuff. I'm telling them every, basically everything. But we do have like things that we keep in the house and we've discussed, you know, like mm-hmm. what we feel like is free range to talk about and what's not. And our relationship, we, the mo- I mean, it should be like this, but this is the most intimate relationship I've ever had that doesn't necessarily, intimacy isn't wrapped up in sex. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. intimacy is, let's talk about this because I know this conversation is just me. Like, this is me and you right now. Like, me and you, this is our show. We finna chill, watch this show. I know I don't have to worry about you being on this phone all day. Yeah. Like, I just think a private, healthy relationship is just very intimate on levels that does not, that may not result in an unwanted child. That's what I'm saying. Um, I like that. Because cause now all you're doing is having sex. Because now yeah. you yeah. just, y'all, it has don't, to be y'all don't even that. know how to. Yeah, it has to be bigger than that, especially marriage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when I think about that, it's more so on the, we have an understanding that the purpose of the relationship is not for everybody else. Okay. Ooh. You know, so that's when I think about privacy. Yeah. And it comes to your relationship. It's like I'm not making these moves. I'm not taking these trips. We're not doing these gifts. We're not making these big moves as a couple. And it's to put on for everyone else. For the world. It's yep. to make sure everyone else sees that. Yeah, we're progressing to whatever those levels are. People like to, you know, deem special in you know, personal relationships. So that's, for me, that's where the privacy comes into place. Like, I know that no one could ever know the relationship exists and it's private because, and I I can cherish it that much more because I know me and you are, we're doing this because this is what makes us great. We want Uh to get to these levels. We want to share these moments. So that's the biggest thing for me. I love that. And so for me, it's two things, right? Like, I don't necessarily need the world to know that I'm your girl, but they should know that you have one. Yes. Right? Yes. And so... That is very healthy. I think Aaron Rodgers just got engaged, right? To a girl from Secret Life of American Teenager. I don't think anybody <laughs> knew it together, but I would hope that he was moving like a man who had a girlfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. know who his girl is. And so for me, that's the main thing. The people that are important in your life, once we get to a serious stage, your mama should know who yeah. I am. <laughs> yeah. You know, your best friend should know, know who I am. And vice versa. The other thing is time. Because I feel like when it's a secret, time is always rushed. Yeah. When it's private, I can spend time with you without having to worry about getting back to somebody else or yeah. doing this other thing. So, like, people know I, I'm with my girl tonight. They may not know who your girl is. We may walk into the same room knowing we're going to meet up afterwards. Yeah. And, and some, oh, dog, you want to go, uh, we're going to go shoot pool and I'm hang out with my girl. Yeah. That's yeah. what I need. I yeah. need you to I need you to be open about the fact that you are off the market. Yeah. And I need you to act like a man who is off the market. Those yes. are my things. Anything else, we figure out along the way. Figure out in between. But if you out here trying to look single, <clears throat> no. And trying to act single, you might as well be single. You might as well be single. <laughs> so I love that. The intimacy. 
um, you know, knowing that the girl exists, you know, not being proud about that. And then knowing that what we are doing is for us, it's not for the world. And I think that the other very logical and simple piece of that is knowing that um, being healthy, being in a couple, but still having your being private also means that you have a life still of your own please, that yes, you are not completely please. engulfed in, in us. Because uh, <laughs> you can't come to brunch with me and my girls. We're going to drink a whole bunch exactly. of them. I was about to say that. You know, going to, niggas, going to brunch so. with my girls. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're going to still talk shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> going to brunch with my girls. Or if you was going to shoot pool with your guys, or if I'm going to, to spend some time at the spa by myself. Right. No matter what that may look like, it's still going to be necessary to have that individual Absolutely. time. So I think that those are all awesome ways that the listeners can uncover what a healthy private life looks like. And on that note, we'll be right back with the resolution. And now this brings us to the resolution segment of the show. So ladies, what would you say the resolution is to understanding the difference between privacy and secrecy and not letting it ruin your relationship or your relationship to be? So let's go. Tori, we're going to go with you first. I knew I was going to be first. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think just understanding your partner, number one, and being comfortable in y'all's relationship and not necessarily, you know, just seeking. Sometimes you have to check yourself and say, am I seeking other people's approval? Like what, what should be private? If I'm, if I'm sitting up here scared to tell him, should I even reevaluate who I'm with? Like things yeah. in your relationship should be open. Um, so privacy between or privacy or secrecy in the relationship should not exist. Privacy to the public to maintain the health of your relationship, to maintain the intimacy of your relationship, things of that nature, that is completely fine. But secrecy between you and your partner is that reevaluate your relationship. Not okay. <laughs> Not okay. So, Cass, what would you say? Um, so, not even just reevaluate your relationship, but evaluate yourself too, mm-hmm. because some of it is we're scared to be honest, and it has nothing to do with the person that we're with, but with the experience that we've had prior to that person. But I stand by what I said before: set the example and set the expectation. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, this is what I need to feel comfortable in a relationship. So, I'm going to be open and honest and transparent with you. I need you to do the same thing with me. The important people in my life are going to know that I'm with you. Yeah. I want the people in your life to to know that too. I think you should have a sense of peace yeah. in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't get everything you want, yeah. but you should have peace. If you have a bunch of anxiety about nervousness, the relationship of like, do people know? Is he cheating? Is she lying? Da, 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 da. Again, what Tori said, reevaluate. You should have peace about the relationship. Even if you don't get all of the things that you want, Mm -hmm. you should feel like people know I'm with him or that he has somebody and vice versa. Yeah. And if you start to feel like he's hiding me or she's hiding me, then that's that's when I say you a secret and you deserve somebody who is proud to love you. Yeah. And if they're not proud to love you and they won't they won't even tell their mama. Yeah. If they mama don't know, if they best friend don't know, them the two people I feel like Yeah. If nobody else knows, they should know. Them two people. That yeah. if nobody That's else it. So. those two for sure. And Akisha, what would you say? Um, I totally um I, I ultimately would say to people when it comes to 
wondering about secrecy, anything that feels like it's hidden, it's hidden from you, it's hidden from, you know, everybody else that may be a relevance when it comes to whatever that situation is, that that's a flag for you. So if you ever have a feeling of something is being hidden, especially in your interactions with your partner, that is a conversation that needs to evaluate where we're going in this relationship. But when it comes to privacy, um, I would encourage people to maintain some sort of privacy when it comes to your relationships because we've all learned the lesson and seen the lesson of those who make those relationships very much public because when it doesn't turn out right, (laughs) you're going through a very much public breakup or humiliation or so on and so forth. So enjoy your relationship and how it's moving for you all because it may not be the fit for everyone else. And that's where you maintain the privacy and understand that we all, you know, we're growing people, we're changing people. So our relationships are not always going to be perfect, but at least it is something that is kept between you and that partner. Yeah. Um, and you all can just, you know, work through those things together. And it's so, I think the the last thing I'll add is sometimes, you know, you are so in love and having so much fun. You just want to tell the world, mm-hmm. but it's like, no, wait, wait, sis, wait, bro, mm-hmm. wait, just wait. The tell, time tell, will come. A, tell a corner of your world. Yeah, yes. tell a corner. Maybe your friends can know, but yeah. Yeah, don't, the social media is not your world. Those people, most of them don't care about you. Mm-hmm. So don't feel like you have to tell them there. So on that note, I think everybody should fully understand what privacy means, what secrecy means. Hashtag, if you think you a secret, you, you probably, probably are. are. So <laughs> on that note, give yourselves a round of applause for a great episode. Your opinions are always valued and appreciated. And on that note, we'll be right back with the Montana Minute. And now this brings us to the Montana Minute. The first thing. There is a difference between privacy and secrecy, and it's super important that you both know what the stance is and support each other in it. The next thing, if you're feeling like your views of secrecy and privacy are changing from your partners or just don't match up, it's important to discuss this in order to get some clarity and not create unnecessary challenges in your relationship. And the last thing, hashtag don't be a secret, and I'ma just leave it at that. So be sure that you are following us on Instagram as we have a new apparel release of the Love Collection Drop 2 coming soon and we do not want you to miss it. Now, I leave you to decide to be single or not to be. That is the final question. Signing off, yours truly, Shanna Montana.